This July 4th, from Angel Studios, the force behind his only son and the chosen, comes an extraordinary true story of courage and redemption. Starring Jim Caviezel, the actor renowned for his unforgettable portrayal of Jesus in The Passion, and Academy Award winner Mira Sorvino. Inspired by remarkable acts of bravery, Sound of Freedom unveils the breathtaking true events of a dangerous mission to save young innocent lives. Sound of Freedom. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Go to angel.com slash freedom for tickets. Only in theaters July 4th. Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation, and it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night, and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece house sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. Uh, Kevin McCullough, and here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Obliterating confusion. Amplifying truth. And pursuing clarity. Kevin McCullough, now. Big show for you today. We've got uh, the latest from the campaign trail. John Solomon from Just the News will be here. KT McFarland taking a look at some uh, big international security issues for us. And Coach Bill Courtney with an army of normal folks trying to change the world. We get started right now. Kevin McCullough Radio. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big guy has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. He's playing the role. As well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. 
All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. Uh, my very special guest is John Solomon, and John, uh, the head of Just the News. When when we are thinking about uh, the 2024 cycle, as nearly everybody is, there's some really huge stories here. One, Trump is defying all of the conventional rules, and he continues to uh, just go up in his rating and approval and his lead over his primary uh, uh, opponents, uh, etc. In fact, they were trying to shame him last weekend. Oh, he didn't sit down with the governor at the Iowa Fair. What an opportunity he's missing meanwhile he's buzzing he's buzzing the speeches of the other guys with trump force one and they break out in chants for him um there is a cataclysmic collision headed our way between um the administration uh most pronouncedly the fist of the justice department and the force that is the people and the people as they are gathering their steam behind donald trump where does this end I assume it ends with the wisdom of the American people that they will cast a verdict in the court of public opinion in November of 2024 that will resolve a lot of these things. If they think what's happened to Donald Trump is wrong and that this is banana republic tactics, they are going to vote him into office and that gives him the opportunity to pardon himself federally, maybe get state governors to uh, pardon him and get these cases off the uh, ledger long term or certainly delay them to after he's president. Uh, but if uh, if they don't feel that, they'll pick another person to either be the nominee or the president. And uh, and the, the Trump era will come to a close in a, in a very cataclysmic way. Uh, I think that's ultimately probably what our founding fathers wanted in a moment like this, that elections be the ultimate decider of issues like this. But unfortunately, there has been a justice system from the state all the way up to the federal level that seems to want to intrude on the Americans' ability to do that, to try to sideline Donald Trump. Just think about this. If Georgia meets its... Um, current target to hold the large and complicated racketeering trial in six months, it will mean that Donald Trump has seven separate trials in 2024 when he's trying to run for president. Seven. That's not an accident. A lot of these cases go back years, but yet all of them seem to have gotten ripe at the same time as 2024 was coming forward. Um, I think a lot of people look at that and say, do we really want to live in a country where the opposition party leader, who a lot of people like, maybe half the country, is facing seven trials during the election? Kind of feels like what we would have seen in the old African dictator uh, uh, nations back uh, a half century ago or in the Soviet Gulag era. Um, I think a lot of people see that. Uh, but at the end of the day, the American people can foil the system by electing Donald Trump or they can say, listen, I've looked at the indictments and I think Donald Trump doesn't deserve to be president and they can vote him out. Uh, that will ultimately be the final verdict on this very unprecedented time in American history. It seems a little bit odd to me that... Um that the American people are giving the current administration the runway that they are on this simply because um, there there could be there could be changes to this process. I mean, uh, sure. Rachel Maddow was the one that said on television, if you don't run for president, this all goes away. Um, yeah. They're they're baiting the people with as much of an obvious, not only are we doing this, but we're doing it in your face as they possibly can. John, yeah. on on record, has there ever been a period of American history where anything like this has been something that we could look to and say, that's how they handled it then? Certainly not in modern history. I mean, over the years, there's been some pretty fun moments, uh, or uh, we look back and say fun now, but they were probably very tense moments uh, where unusual things happen. But I think this is, even in the full 247-plus-year history of this country, this is probably uh, unprecedented and uncharted waters. 
Uh, and I think that that's a, a very, uh, you know, unnerving thing for a lot of people. We don't know how this is going to end. Uh, uh, the uh, charges last night carry a mandatory prison sentence if you're convicted of them. If Donald Trump was convicted of all the crimes and sentenced to the maximum, he'd be in prison somewhere between six and 800 years. Uh, is that uh, what Americans intended? Uh, is this what they see as an extension of the bogus Russia collusion case? Uh, do they see maybe Donald Trump stepped in a mousetrap and he deserves this? I don't know. Uh, the polls right now show Do- uh, Joe Biden going down in the ratings. Uh, I think 37% approval with uh, Scott Rasmussen yesterday, very low. Uh, and uh, Donald Trump up above 40%. And in some national polls, beating Joe Biden head to head. That seems to me an early way of the American people saying we reject what's going on right now, but it's early. Yeah. Uh, there could be a different nominee. There could be a different outcome. The, a lot of things are going to happen between now and November. But I think the early polling data is a subtle way of the American people, or maybe not so subtle way of the American people saying, I don't like what you're doing. I've always thought that Trump under polls, too. So the fact that he's sure. as high as he is, I think, is interesting. And Breitbart had a poll. I think it was about two weeks ago. I saw the headline yeah. that said he was up 18 with independence uh, over Biden in a head to head matchup. I th- And I think that's where this gets decided. The middle, the middle ground. Yeah. People that aren't hardened partisans are going to be the ones that's that decide. Right. I think the people that are hard in uh, Donald Trump's camp are hard and they never Trump camp are not going to change. Nothing that has happened in the last Six months of extraordinary history is going to change your mind. It is going to be those in the middle, the undecided, the independents, maybe people who've never voted before, first time low propensity voters getting into the game. Uh, but I think you're right. And I think at the end of the day, that's probably what the founding fathers and all of their wisdom back in 1776, 1789 probably were banking on. They, they really created a system that could be so elastic that it could even deal with the moment we're in now, even though for many people it feels hopeless or the country feels lost. Uh, there are still mechanisms available to us uh, to uh, reclaim or to fix what we think is wrong here. And I think um, 2024 will be that election. We will get a verdict one way or the other uh, to to do it. It's, you know, a lot of Democrats have said, oh, look at this. It's all going to happen during the election. That's the way we planned it. Right. Well, they're being kind of honest about it. So uh, I guess we ought to take them at the word. Last area of thought on this. Uh, and I want your perspective. The president of former president trump's maybe his biggest accomplishment in his term was what he did for the judiciary in terms of the number of judges that he got appointed do you see the supreme court being an arbiter in this ultimate cataclysm battle that comes between the biden administration and the american people uh it's certainly some of these issues are going to reach the supreme court uh the supreme court thus far has not been willing to take preemptive action on behalf of Donald Trump. They have voided uh, or allowed his uh, attorney-client privilege to be voided, uh, his executive privilege to be voided. Uh, and and I think that uh, if you take past as prologue, uh, then maybe um, uh, they're not going to intervene as many times here as well. They're going to let the judicial system play out and then review it on uh, remand after the case is done. Uh, but there are some important issues. Georgia, the indictment that came last night, could very well be moved to a federal court. Uh, it clearly seems to meet the standard according to legal experts I've talked to. Um, uh, that's a big change if you take it out of uh, 
Georgia's uh, Fulton County. Right. Yeah, and, and, and I think that's a big thing. Um, there are issues of uh, separation of powers or issues of statutory limitations. Some of those are going to get to the Supreme Court. My guess is uh, the president will have a mixed bag and win some, lose some. Uh, I think ultimately the outcome is going to be more decided by what statement the American people make when they vote in November of uh, 2024. Don Solomon, always appreciate your insights. Thank you for joining us. Great to be with you, Kevin. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back from Times Square. one battling cancer discover oasis of hope an alternative treatment hospital where faith and medicine combine for effective healing listen to this testimonial from michelle tucker a cancer victor the third time i was diagnosed with breast cancer it had spread to my pancreas and my doctor had given me four weeks to live i went to oasis of hope and six years later I am alive and well. Michelle's story is replicated hundreds of times over, including in the McCullough household. Hi, Kevin McCullough. I thoroughly endorse the Oasis of Hope, and I think you'll find the help that you're looking for. Call 888-500-4673 for a medical consultation and free magazine. Call 888-500-4673. That's 888-500-4673. Oasis of Hope does not guarantee specific outcomes or results. I was a child when I was abducted by the Arabs. My parents used to own livestock, and my mother would do all the cooking for us. I don't remember the year that I was captured. There had never been any problems in our village. Then one day, all of a sudden, we heard that there were Arabs attacking Dinka villages throughout the south. We were so worried we could not even sleep at night. It was a big concern to my mother and my father. We were told that these Arabs were heavily armed and would kill all the animals and people when they would attack. We were very scared. Then one morning, they attacked our village. We scattered in different directions and I ran, but I was captured. My entire village was burned down and I've never seen a member of my family since. Then I was taken north, into slavery. My eyes saw horrific things on that trip to the north. Women were raped right in front of us. Men were beaten, and four men were killed because they tried to fight back. They were shot dead before our eyes. Once at the slave master's house, I was pretty much starved and worked brutal hours every single day doing difficult and very, very hard work. There was no relief. And then, they raped me. My slave master did not think of me as a human. He would not even let me go to the hospital when I fell sick. And one day, I heard that there was a slave retriever from CSI close by. How I wanted to be free. That retriever secured my freedom. And thank God, I was able to return to South Sudan. 
Thank you to each of you who helped the slaves be free. But please don't stop until we get them all. And may I just add that we are so thankful that you have been part of the team that has helped us liberate more than 45 slaves this year already. Of the 192 that are on the list, 45 of them uh, have been liberated, and we have more that we are about to embark upon to do. You may know the violence in, in Sudan is very dangerous right now, and yet our slave liberators are more committed than ever to getting them out. Uh, to get them to safety and to get them to uh, be reunited with their family. If you'd like to help us, here's the number, 888-342-1010, or go to bringherhome.org for all the details. Bringherhome.org, bringherhome.org. Help us put an end to slavery in this lifetime, 888-342-1010. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, we always talk about how to keep your immune system on the healthy. Uh, It's your most important defense against most of the uh, wellness maladies that are out there right now. And when you talk about the little ingredients that help you the most, vitamin B12, vitamin C, vitamin D, and some zinc, you can get all of that in one place. An all-natural supply of BC Boost will help your body boost your antioxidants and fight those diseases. Uh, antioxidants like vitamin C, which helps strengthen your body's natural defense mechanisms. Uh, powerful antioxidants help harmful free ra- uh, neutralize harmful free radicals and help fight infections and oxidate stress and support a healthy immune system all the way around. Stay protected by getting your own BC Boost with BC Boost. Go to bcboost.com. That's bcboost.com. bcboost.com. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, my next guest has won an Academy Award. He has walked a red carpet. He has held a championship trophy above him, and now he's jumped into the world of podcasting. Exactly why he's done all of that is the mission of the next few minutes here at That Kevin Show. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together and welcome Coach Bill Courtney. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, I'm great. How are you? We're glad to have you. So a buddy of mine that works in the podcast industry, which is, you know, ever ballooning all the time there's like billions and billions of podcasts out there uh calls me up two weeks ago and says kev you got to talk to this guy uh what he's doing by way of this new spoken word audio stuff is really really powerful and he sent me a link to a couple of your episodes and i was really uh, pleased to get them i remember when the podcast our american stories kind of came out and kind of the the grassroots hometown feel it tried to capture and telling some really powerful stuff. I know that they've kind of started largely focusing on historical and other types of figures now. Uh, so I was really, really pleased to see an army of normal folks uh, coming along and coach. You are the, uh, you are the, the engine that can with this. Um, <laughs> you've only been doing it a couple of months. Do you like podcasting? Yeah. I mean, do I like podcasting? As you would know, there's a lot of work that goes in <laughs> behind getting guests and studying them and, and trying to be relative. You know, that part, I guess, is more for the producers than me. What I've enjoyed in, and continue to enjoy is traveling across the country, meeting these 
fantastic, amazing, normal human beings who are doing incredible things in their corners of the world that we never hear about because yeah. Fox and CNN and the big national news, they're, they're really not incented to continue their power and money by telling stories of just normal people. And so we don't get these stories. And so I'm getting to meet these folks face to face. And that part is, is phenomenal. And, and frankly, it's inspiring. When I think of the um, legacy that, that uh, talk radio has benefited from, which is what I've done for most of my career, uh, it really did come from this uh, old fashioned American idea of telling stories one generation to another and passing on through the telling of those stories um, values, beliefs, um, reinforcing principles of how to live and um, how to how to cling to truth when all odds are against you. I mean, if you think about uh, where America was as the pioneers rolled across the plains until they eventually reached the West Coast, we were a nation that was built on narrative and tradition and storytelling that I think on some level, the fancier the technology got, uh, the worse we got at it. <laughs> And I'm kind of excited to see that there are storytellers that are coming back to kind of the the essence of what this is. Um, it seems to me the strength of your show is that there there are powerful stories in everyday life. I believe with everything I am that we can be a forward thinking, evolving society without abandoning the core principles that guided us here in the first place. My book Against the Grain is those tenets and fundamentals of character, commitment, integrity, the dignity of hard work, the the old school stuff, but exploring them in our new culture and our evolving society um and and how they can coexist is 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 interesting, but I, I think also uplifting. And it can also remind us that, you know ultimately we're human beings mm. and we need to start having conversations about race and creed and politics and and school of thought without fear of being canceled or fear of societal preconceived notions saying, oh, you vote this way, so you must be this kind of person. We need to ha start having these conversations, but do it in a in a civil, non-threatening way. Uh, to recapture what once defined us, which was, I may disagree with what you're saying, but I'll defend with my life your right to say it. Yeah. We, we're getting away from that and we do that at our own peril. And, um, I have enjoyed the, the platform that I've been given as a result of undefeated to, uh, have those conversations in my book, to have those conversation in speeches and now to, have a greater conversation about that with an army of normal folks. And I'll just warn you ahead of time, it'll get in your blood and you'll be addicted to it. You won't be able to quit it uh, after <laughs> a while. Um, we're speaking with Coach Bill Courtney, uh, who just made reference to his book and the movie Undefeated that won the Academy Award uh, in 2012. But Coach, take us back before that. Uh, who is Bill Courtney? Where did you come from and how did you arrive at the reality that these conversations were even something that we needed to have? I grew up in Memphis. My father left home when I was four. He died this year, and somebody gave me a phone call and let me know. No relationship with him. Mom was married and divorced five times. My fourth daddy shot at me down a hallway. I had to dive out a window to save myself. I 
never had a front yard. I grew up in apartments. My mom loved me. I love my mom, but you know, the way I came up was not, uh, not let's say beaver cleaver organic at all. And I went off to college and, you know, the people who, I don't know where I'd be without my coaches. I don't know where I'd been without the people who invested in my life. And when you're a young, strapping 17, 16 year old and no man you've ever met has stayed around in your life, you, you do, despite the outward bravado, you do start to have insecurities and wonder, you know, what is so wrong with me that I'm, I'm so valueless that someone doesn't want to invest their time and effort in me. And so I came up with this yearning to um to to prove my myself valuable and um i got married to a beautiful woman had four children that i'm still married to and my family and i I started coaching football because i thought that was my way of giving back because the very coaches invested in me i wanted to invest in and sure so as i built my business and continued to coach football I happened to start coaching in an inner city team. Uh, they had won four games in 10 years and they had 19 kids on a varsity football team. They were terrible. And over the course of seven years, we went from that to a team that was one of the best teams in the state, 18 and two, our last two years, 75 kids on the team. And in a very impoverished area of North Memphis, where an 18 year old male by his 21st birthday is three times more likely to be dead or incarcerated than he is to have a job or be in college. And along come these goofy guys from Hollywood that said, we want to make a movie about all this. And we think, whatever, you know, I'm from Memphis. I'm not from Hollywood. I'm a football coach and own a lumber company. Who's going to make a movie about that? We think we might see it. If it ever got made, we might see it on Channel 422 one Wednesday at 2 a.m. <laughs> and two years later, we're walking down the red carpet at the Academy Awards and won. And all of a sudden, this thing that I thought might be 20 seconds of fame kind of catapulted me to to be able to have a, a platform to have the conversations about stuff that matters, just like just like what I said earlier. And so where I come from, I'm a kid from a broken home in Memphis who didn't have much and was blessed to find my wife and build a family and got lucky and built a, a a really nice business, continue to coach football because that's where my passion was. And, um, through a odd set of extraordinary circumstances, I'm talking to guys like you. Well, now you are the host of an army of normal folks, the podcast friends go subscribe anywhere you get your podcast. We're coming right back with coach Bill Courtney. Don't go away. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I'm older and I have more energy, just like all the commercials that I see on TV. So it really is a help uh, to my well-being. I'm 80 years old. I clean up after 450 kids in a cafeteria for three hours, and then I clean 300 steps, and then I, I vacuum carpets and clean halls in five hours because you know, for an 80-year-old, that's a lot to do. And I still have energy after work. I consider it a, a great success. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. For a limited time this summer, get $25 off your first order as a preferred customer, plus a free fruits and veggies travel set with free shipping and our money-back guarantee. 
Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KMC. Are you or a loved one battling cancer? Discover Oasis of Hope, an alternative treatment hospital where faith and medicine combine for effective healing. Listen to this testimonial from Michelle Tucker, a cancer victor. The third time I was diagnosed with breast cancer, it had spread to my pancreas, and my doctor had given me four weeks to live. I went to Oasis of Hope, and six years later, I am alive and well. Michelle's story is replicated hundreds of times over, including in the McCullough household. Hi, Kevin McCullough. I thoroughly endorse the Oasis of Hope, and I think you'll find the help that you're looking for. Call 888-500-4673 for a medical consultation and free magazine. Call 888-500-4673. That's 888-500-4673. Oasis of Hope does not guarantee specific outcomes or results. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest-growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night, and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium MyPillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. Hi, Kevin McCullough. I want to talk to you about immune systems. You know, that part of you that helps you fight off things like the common cold, which happens to be a coronavirus, COVID-19, RSV, other upper respiratory infections. Plus, maybe you feel, uh, I don't know, worn down or stressed out. Maybe you need help regulating blood pressure or insulin. Did you know that vitamin D3 does all of that? Vitamin D is not really a vitamin. It's a different type of substance. Your body actually helps make it when sunshine is exposed. But it also plays a very big role in your immune system. And if you have autoimmune dysfunction, it even helps you in that regard. Get your D3 all you need by taking BC Boost. Dr. Jeanette Nishwat's uh, little creation, BC Boost, it's combination of b12 vitamin c vitamin d and a little bit of zinc to help you stay immune positive that's bcboost.com bcboost.com obliterating confusion amplifying truth and pursuing clarity it's kevin mccullough radio if you're looking for some inspired listening, the uh, Army of Normal Folks is a podcast I highly recommend. Uh, everyday people making extraordinary differences uh, where they live and in the in the lives that they are living, uh, but doing so in a way that is significant. And uh, Coach Bill Courtney is the host of that and has joined us uh, for this evening. A coach, I appreciate uh, you you being part of the uh, discussion. 
there's a lot of components to your life, the broken home, the um, uh, urban inner city, uh, the uh, lack of father uh, figures in your life, at least uh, from a family perspective. And yet you somehow figured out to, to how to stay married, raise your children and be a mentor to others that go beyond your own uh, familial boundaries. This is a message that's not being taught in a lot of places that are similar to inner city Memphis across the country. What do we have to do to get more men involved in young boys' lives and see some of the same remarkable redemption occur that you've seen in your own life? For many years, I carried my fatherlessness uh, around my shoulders, around my heart. And my wife once looked at me when I was about 35 and said, do you know you're a jerk every Christmas, Thanksgiving, and Father's Day? And I'm like, no, I'm not a jerk. So, yeah, you're thanks, a dear. Yeah, th- thanks, hon. Th- thanks for helping me with all my trauma. And and I didn't really recognize it. And she said, I understand it's been tough on you, but you have now four beautiful children who worship the ground you walk on and a wife who will be committed to you to the day you die. Don't you think it's time to quit being a victim by your past circumstances and start being a champion and a hero of what you've been blessed with. Mm. And that is just so true. We all have trauma. We all have problems. Normal people have money problems, family problems, difficulties at work, uh, sadness and loss. It's just what normal people suffer. And you can either choose to be a victim of those circumstances or a champion of the tenets and fundamentals that help you overcome them. And it was my wife who kind of looked at me and said, man up, you know, figure it out, understand that you're no different than everybody else. Your circumstances themselves may be different, but we all have sadness, you know? And, and so, um, for me, it was recognizing, uh, my blessings rather than, than, uh, capitulating on on the losses and and understanding that I'm no different than anybody else. That's where it changed for me. Well, and I would just like to take that and carbon copy it and export it to every inner city here in New York, Philadelphia, Chicago, Detroit, Baltimore, uh, Portland. You go across the country and you see the same uh, ravages of fatherlessness. And it's not just on uh, you know, one fella's life, um, in one household We're we've raised a generation of boys that desperately need, um, strong men to show them what strong manhood looks like. And I don't mean by strong manhood overbearing or in any way, yeah. um, uh, hostile or abusive. What I'm talking about is inner strength, strength that reveals itself almost more in its restraint than ever in its application. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what you you talk to Larry Elder, who's running for president, and any number of other uh, significant social leaders across the country, and they will tell you the fatherlessness epidemic that we've we've subjected a particular generation of men to has ha, will have enduring effect uh, on, on our generations to come. It, it, it will. We have to be very cautious, though, as we approach neighborhoods and parts of society that we are not familiar with to not talk first, but listen first. Mm -hmm. We can come off paternalistic if we immediately assume we know uh, about the realities of people that we have not yet listened to. 
There are neighborhoods all over the United States. Mine has them. Everybody has Memphis has them. Every city has them where when you drive by and you look down the street or you drive over and you look down the viaduct and you see the abject poverty and loss and despair where you think, you know, somebody ought to do something about that one day as if that sentiment matters. And I submit the sentiment means nothing. Right. Um, I suggest we kick that rearview mirror about 15 degrees to the left and look at ourselves and say, maybe I could do something small about that one day. The fancy people on the national news using big words nobody understands, they're not fixing anything. Government has proven woefully inadequate. I just think it's going to take an army of normal folks who just in their little corner of the world do what they can. They employ their own discipline and their passion in places of need. And in doing so, make a little corner of the world better. Coach Bill Courtney, you're a big part of that solution. Thank you for spending some time with us tonight. Thanks so much for having me. Friends, you want to get the uh, the podcast, go to normalfolks.us. It's the easiest way to access everything that Coach Bill Courtney was just talking about, normalfolks.us. Kevin McCullough coming right back from Times Square. Don't go away. This July 4th, from Angel Studios, the force behind his only son and the chosen, comes an extraordinary true story of courage and redemption. Starring Jim Caviezel, the actor renowned for his unforgettable portrayal of Jesus and the Passion, and Academy Award winner Mira Sorvino. Inspired by remarkable acts of bravery, Sound of Freedom unveils the breathtaking true events of a dangerous mission to save young innocent lives. Sound of Freedom. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Go to angel.com slash freedom for tickets. Only in theaters July 4th. For those of you that know, we have been doing all that we can to help liberate human trafficking and human slaves uh, with Christian Solidarity International this year. It's our annual cause, and we have 192 names of women that need our assistance this year. Uh, women that have experienced some excruciating things. And I want to say thank you to those of you that have already called, 888-342-1010. We have helped liberate uh, more than a dozen now this year. I want to tell you the story of Ayak. Ayak uh, was born in northern Sudan. She was born into slavery. Her mother and father had been taken from South Sudan when they were just young kids. uh, And she grew up as a slave's uh, child. She saw her mother regularly be beaten by her Arab slave master. Then there was the day that her father was told to go to the farm to work. But because of how sick he was, he physically couldn't walk. His master got so angry at him, he said, you dirty, dirty, dirty dog. If you don't go to the farm, you will die. He couldn't walk. So the Arab master shot my father dead right in front of me, says Ayak when she tells her story later. Uh, As she was growing up and getting a little bit older, that master sold her out to another master who raped her repeatedly, who forced her to uh, commit uh, genital mutilation on herself and who told her that uh, she would not get to keep the children that she had from that slave master. Uh, She would do hard work every day, carry water, long distances, uh, clean clothing, clean things in the house, uh, take abuse from the Arab master's wife. She said, I have seen so many slaves in the area who face the same thing as me. She said, but then one day a retriever found me. I was walking to the well to fetch water. He asked me to leave and go with him. His name was Osman Bashir, and he had many men with him. They took me to his camp and brought me back to South Sudan. 
Friends, that's the story of an actual liberation of an actual slave. And that's the people that we help when you call 888-342-1010. There are 175 women that we know we can yet save this year. We just need your help. 888-342-1010. 888-342-1010. Help us liberate every slave right now. For $250, you not only affect their liberation, but you set them up with everything they need for a new life uh, in their home in South Sudan, uh, including grain, seed, utensils, uh, other things that they need to create uh, a life for themselves. And you do it when you call 888-342-1010. Or go to bringherhome.org. If it's happening in New York or across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough on the Tuesday edition, and glad to welcome back uh, a lady who's been on a little bit of a vacation because she's got a lot of grandbabies to go see or have come see her, I should say. KT McFarland, uh, former national security advisor to Donald Trump and a few other administrations. KT, it's good to have you. It's always a pleasure and an honor. Thank you. Now, we've got a a big season in front of us as it's going to relate to the presidential campaign and what's going to happen before, you know, November of 24. And uh, I'm going to look forward to our weekly chats because national security policy, global affairs is, I think, has never been more important going into an election cycle. And our domestic stuff is so messed up. I think the temptation is going to be by a lot of the candidates to only focus on that. But we're going to need to really see where these guys stand on the the national, the international stuff, too. And I want to ask you right off the bat, um, Russia and China last week. And then I found out about six months ago had been uh, engaging in war games, uh, technically in our waters. And uh, we've we've kind of told them you're not supposed to do that. But Katie McFarland, should we be having stronger language with these two? Yeah. Okay. so let's just do a little step back. What has been the sort of biggest worry of American foreign policy since the 1950s? It's the Sino-Soviet alliance, China and Russia getting together. So the whole point of the detente with China in the 1970s, led by Richard Nixon, was to break China off from Russia, so separate them. And then Reagan, fast forward, the whole takedown of the Soviet Union during the Cold War was to sort of neutralize that that country as an adversary. So then we have enjoy this couple of decades of peace. So where are we now? Well, we've got people in charge in Washington who are not even paying attention to this. The biggest strategic threat to the United States is not just China. China is a big problem for us, and it can threaten our way of living. It can threaten our economy. It can threaten our position in the world. But China and Russia together, that's that's the lethal combination. Because what it is is Chinese money, Chinese technology, with Russian natural resources and Russian military equipment. And that that coalition... This time, unlike in the 1950s and 60s and 70s, where Russia, the Soviet Union, was the senior partner, now it's going to be China as the senior partner. And those two together, working in concert, is especially if we have to go against them, whether it's economically, militarily, technologically, in any way, if we go alone against them, I don't see how the United States necessarily prevails in every case. So that's the, that's the alliance we've got to worry about. And they're flexing their muscles. They're flexing their muscles, as you point out, in military um, 
co-military um, exercises where the two of them are working together, but they're also flexing their muscles independently and individually, where the Russian um, aircraft and naval vessels are sort of strafing ours or you know trying to interfere with ours, where the Chinese um, Navy is trying to blockade us out of the um, of the Taiwan Straits. So they're doing it aggressively individually, and they're doing it aggressively, really aggressively together. And that, to me, is the worry going forward for the next 10 years. How do we deal with that? And I think Washington is just asleep at the wheel. KT, do we even have 10 years? I mean, I speak with Gordon Chang on a regular basis, and he's telling me that um, President Xi has the entire Chinese people, not just the military, but the, the population, on a war footing. He's preparing them. He's telling them it's going to happen. Uh, they, they are, uh, preparing in the private sector to be, you know, uh, in this mindset of being at war with someone. Um, and certainly we seem to be the biggest target. Now, when you combine what you just said with that type of mentality, and then you've got a couple of other players, Iran and North Korea that are all awfully buddy buddy with the two of them as well. You're talking about a serious axis of powers here. An access of evils with an incentive to to take military action or to take Cold War, shall we say, because as Gordon is very um, one of the first people to point out, the Chinese economy is in trouble. Right. And they've got a democracy. Which is why he's more dangerous for war, because if he has to if he has to distract the people and say, forget the economy, we're fine. Well, let's go get the, the, the bad guys. Then that's what he'll do. Because the communist um, parties deal with the Chinese people for 70 years has been give us all the power and we'll promote and improve your standard of living. And that was a fair trade as long as their standard of living goes up, but it's now stagnating and they have sort of three big problems. They have, you know, the global economy is slowing down. So they're importing less, they're exporting less. Number two, they have a demographic time bomb because of their one China, one child policy uh, 30, 40 years ago. It means that all of a sudden there's, preferred child is a male. And so there was a disproportionate number of young males to females in their population of the 20, 30 year olds. And they have very high unemployment in that youth generation. So all those things together, what does Xi Jinping do to unify his people? Well, he's going to have to find a foreign adversary and he's going to whip up the war fever and the Chinese, you know, the sort of not only hegemony, but sort of pride and uber pride in the Chinese nation and the Chinese culture, very similar to what Hitler was doing um, prior to World War II. So the Chinese have an incentive to look for a, a fight overseas or an enemy to unify their people. The Russians, they're not doing very well economically, not doing very well in their international relations. And they have a lot of natural resources to sell. Who needs natural resources? China. Yeah. So the relationship between the two is is just terrifying. And they have the incentive to go look for foreign enemies. We don't, but they do. So along those lines, let's shift gears slightly. Um, we've got a lot of things going on at home, and yet uh, the Biden administration has just asked for a hundred gazillion billion D uh, more dollars for Ukraine. Um, and it seems like that's all he's asking for money for, basically. I, mean, I spoke to former FEMA people yesterday about the Maui situation. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're sending, what, 10 times as much money to Ukraine as what he's going to allocate for the recovery of, of Maui. This is this is really um, a, a kind of a head scratcher. It is a head scratcher. And it, you, then it belies the fact of why has the Biden administration been so pushed Ukraine to never settle with Russia? 
They seem to want unconditional surrender, which everybody, including the Pentagon, knows is unrealistic. The Ukraine spring offensive has failed. And we're now in a war of attrition. Who wins a war of attrition? The bigger, richer country. Who's a richer country? Russia, because of high energy prices. Thank you very much for Joe Biden's war on American fossil fuels. But we keep pumping money into that one and encouraging them not to settle. Well, at the same time, as you say, well, we were ignoring the natural disaster we have in our own country. No, that's well said. KT McFarland, thank you for your insights. And we'll look forward to talking to you again. Honor and a pleasure. Thank you, you Kev. Kevin McCullough, coming right back. Don't go away. Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I ran this by my doctor. I always run it by her, everything I take, and I told her I've been taking this for a while. Is this this okay to take? She goes, oh, this is wonderful for you to take. Keep taking it. She goes, I approved this. This is very good. So she said, yes, this is one thing you can take that's very good. I'm not going to stop taking Balance of Nature. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com. For a limited time this summer, get $25 off your first order as a preferred customer, plus a free fruits and veggies travel set with free shipping and our money back guarantee. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Vindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow... I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night, and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets, and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to mypillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's mypillow.com promo code KMC. This July 4th, from Angel Studios, the force behind his only son and the chosen, comes an extraordinary true story of courage and redemption. Starring Jim Caviezel, the actor renowned for his unforgettable portrayal of Jesus and the Passion, and Academy Award winner Mira Sorvino. Inspired by remarkable acts of bravery, Sound of Freedom unveils the breathtaking true events of a dangerous mission to save young innocent lives. Sound of Freedom. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Go to angel.com slash freedom for tickets. Only in theaters July 4th. you need to know when you need it it's kevin mccullough radio all right kevin mccullough as we have discussed on several of the segments of today's show there's a curious use of money 
that the administration is pushing for in its um, current uh, spending supplement request that it's asking for. And when when you get into some of the, the details of some of this, you, you really do find it uh, rather remarkable. You knew that last week we handed over or we promised to hand over $6 billion to Iran so that they would release five Americans. Now, I don't know um, the entire backstory on each of the five Americans, but, you know, President Trump was able to get Iran to release prisoners without giving them anything. But the Biden administration offered $6 billion in cash to do that. Keeping in mind, of course, that $6 billion in cash to the world's worst terrorist operation is probably not a good idea. That they will probably use some or all of that money to launch attacks upon either the U.S. or our allies. But the president's trying to get away with it from this perspective. Uh, the Biden administration has said that it would um, it would not give this ransom money for anything other than humanitarian purposes. White House spokesman John Kirby told CBS News that Iran would only be able to use funds for humanitarian reasons, such as food and medicine, and there would be and there would be no sanctions relief in this hostage deal. The six billion could go toward a more positive thing, of course, like you know helping Americans in Hawaii, where the damage is over six billion dollars that they are anticipating having to deal with. But I just find it remarkable that. Almost no one has a problem with this, or at least to the degree that they that they identified that this uh, was part of the supplemental uh, funding request. Why would we give six billion dollars to the biggest terror state on planet Earth? I, I I understand the need to get Americans home, but again, President Trump was able to do it by saying. Um, you're you're not going to have a hope of dealing with the Western world if you don't if you don't cooperate with us on this. The Biden team's just abandoning any form of strength at all and just saying, "Well, how much does it cost? Let's get the checkbook out." And what that's going to do is it's going to allow the uh, very bad actors that are in Iran to think that the U.S. can just be rolled over. There's there's nothing unique about us. There's nothing unique about what we stand for. There's nothing we're just going to we're just going to pay and be done. And in a world in which our most important ally is Israel, how do we just sit back and let this happen? It's puzzling to me, to say the least. Uh, but then again, a lot of what the administration has done has been puzzling to me, to say the least. Kevin McCullough, hoping that you'll join us next time. We'll see you then.